Hi guys, he's Benji. And she's Darcy. And we're paying some lip service to the things that you want to talk about. Yeah, it's kind of like your podcast, but we do the talking for you. She does hair. And he does fitness, but away from work, we're just a normal guy and a girl. Well, sort of. They say women are from Venus and men are from Mars, right? And we want to find out if that's actually really true. So here it is, his view. And hers on all the stuff that you guys want to talk about. Whether it's love, fitness, hair tips, or just plain gossip, to be completely honest. Have a little giggle with us. Yeah. So sit back, tune in. You're listening to Darcy and Benji's Beauty and the Beast podcast. Hey, Darcy. How are you? Hey, Benj. How are you? Um, I'm not too bad. I'm alive. I'm Yay. You <laughs> <laughs> made it through surgery, everyone. I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the other side and uh, incredibly drugged up on lots of tablets. So uh, this episode could be interesting. <laughs> we might my see if you can aim... start to slur your words or anything. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. My main aim is to stay awake through the whole episode. So if we achieve <laughs> that, that's, that's something. But um, yeah, I can't be held too accountable for anything that I say because um, the drugs have taken over my mind right now. <laughs> How are you? I'm not too bad. I've had a busy week in the salon, but um, I mean, it's only Wednesday, which is crazy. But yeah, even already, it's just mad. I think everyone's everyone's saying to me at the moment, they're fearing casing a second lockdown is happening. So they're all wanting to yeah. get the full works done right now. But I'm I I'm staying positive. I feel like we'll be okay. Which is crazy in itself, because if there's going to be a lockdown, no one's going to see you. So why do you need your head on? This is true, this is true, you know, but, you know, when women have something in their mind, they've got to do it, haven't they? This is very true. And on that <laughs> subject, um, gender reveal parties, what's news? What's going Oof. on? Well, so this week over in America, a couple held their gender reveal party. And, you know, you've seen the typical gender reveal parties where they'll have either a pink or blue something to reveal the what gender of the baby. The couple actually had a, I don't know what they call it, but it was a, a type of smoke machine. Um, like pyrotechnics. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. So basically it was either the pink or the blue smoke that went off, but it went a bit okay. wrong. That right. when they set off the smoke cannon or pirate, yeah, what do you call it? Pyrotechnics. Pyrotechnics. <laughs> pyrotechnics. Um, yeah, it went a, bit, uh, went a bit not to plan, we'll say. It actually started a fire. And oh, wow. Yeah, it went it went really really wrong. I mean, there's <laughs> just like that's the worst type of thing that could happen at a baby reveal party, couldn't it? Really, like yeah. the most innocent, happy thing, and then all of a sudden a fire starts. It's crazy. I think it's crazy that they've gone so wild now, haven't they? Like gender reveal parties. I remember when it first started, it was like simply someone opening a, an envelope, and the envelope would have a pink card or a blue card in it, or you know. Um, someone opening like popping a balloon for example and oh yeah. Pink yeah, yeah, yeah. Or blue confetti or whatever it might be but yeah they seem to be getting more and more extreme now right yes oh my god I think there's no limits with what people won't do to reveal their baby's gender <laughs> it's like who can top the last person that's just done it or like who can be the best out of their friends group I think yeah I think I feel like it has become that like is it is it something that's part of our, our social fabric now or is it mostly content for social media i mean for me a baby shower could have been a more subtle thing it could have been a nice little intimate family friends gathering but i feel like now people try to outdo each other with it yeah 
I feel like people get very competitive and they want their child mm. to be the best at everything. So even when they're not even in the world yet, they're trying <laughs> to already start them off in this introduction of like, wow, this massive show that they put on and everyone's yeah. going to remember this because it was so extreme and so extravagant. But I don't yeah, know, I, like I I'm, yeah, I'm quite a fan of the envelope right. or the balloon, like you say. Yeah, I mean, me, me, me personally, you know, we didn't find out when I was having... Uh, my my son that you know what the gender of the baby was at the time um i think it's just something in my family that's kind of a tradition um not something that we're particularly strict about it's just that we've never really looked at it as something that's an absolute must um i like that one of the, yeah uh, and i guess one of the other sides to that is kind of like um looking at having a child in itself just as a blessing you know, so exactly, exactly. As long as the child is healthy, it, it, you know, you've been blessed by God with a child. So, from that perspective, that it, it's you know just seen as a blessing that you are pregnant. Um, and so, I guess that that's an element of it um, as to kind of why it's particularly in my family we've never been too bothered. Um, but I can see also a, a practical element. You know, that many people want to get uh, environments prepared for their children and. You know, if you know you don't want to be painting a room pink, you know, if you're going to have a boy or vice versa or whatever it might be. Um, so I guess there's there are others um, that feel that it's an absolute must to have knowledge of what gender their child is, so that they can prepare and and buy the right color clothing and things like that. Me personally, I think it's quite exciting to to have the uh, the surprise, you know. But but I, I can understand why. Why some people don't want to from that that organization perspective really yeah I agree with you I think there's just not that many surprises in life and you know for something as big yeah. as that you know it's nice to have that surprise for yourselves yeah. so yeah that I agree with you on that but yeah it would kill me not to know don't get me wrong but in oh the yeah end, definitely. It would be worth it does, it. <laughs> it does. and it's kind of fun isn't it it's like it's almost like watching a soap opera um yeah because you kind of already know like what the result is but everyone kind of speculates and then you get the old wives tales that say oh well because you're carrying you know at, at this angle and yeah. your belly's <laughs> down here or your belly's up here it's definitely a boy and then someone will say exactly the same wives tale and say but it's definitely a girl yeah so yeah. Like, <laughs> it's all interesting and it all it gives you something to speak about you know yes um, so yeah. I found it quite exciting personally but I, I can see a lot of people be quite anxious worrying you know what color to paint a room and and that type of thing but it's interesting oh, isn't yeah. it because like what what I feel is quite uh weird is that we kind of almost live in a time now where we're definitely encouraged to look at gender on a much larger scale and so it seems actually kind of quite dated and quite backwards that we have gender reveal parties when there is kind of a movement towards thinking about allowing children to choose and select their own gender yes um, and that kind of doesn't to me it doesn't make sense because it's something very typical like I, you know in, in terms of the way that I've grown up um, there are very very typical things in life weren't there that we grew up with whereby you go to school and if you're a boy and you saw your your grandma or your auntie at the weekend it would be um, oh uh, have you got a girlfriend <laughs> um, you know yeah. and if you were a girl and and you had a friend round the house it would be always oh, this your little boyfriend 
Yeah. And, you know, all of those things, we're almost being challenged now to think about whether or not those things are okay. You know, things like unisex toilets um, or having just boys' toilets or just girls' toilets. So many things that are being thrown into the, the pot now that we're almost being asked as a society to review. Um, it seems almost like a, a backward step, doesn't it, that we still have gender reveal parties when we have sections of society suggesting that we should now be looking at people making the decision as to what yes. gender they are. Yes. I mean, I just so I have seen a few articles on this actually s- circulating through the news and different people's opinions on whether or not they should be banned or have yeah. them or, you know, the stipulation of blue or pink and stuff like yeah. this. And yeah. It's a hard one, really, isn't it? Because obviously that child's not born yet, so no. it is realistically the parents who are voicing that child even the parents don't know that child you know what i mean it's a weird a weird thought process to go through but like you say there's yeah it's a minefield that is the best way to describe it because like you say there's so many different options for everyone now and different communities and different ways of looking at gender you know if say if that child grew up to then not change their gender from what they were born with you know maybe they would resent their parents for having that I don't know but then at the same time I don't know it's a weird one isn't it really it's very weird I'm confused (laughs) I'm baffled by it because yeah it just there's so many things that we've rushed ahead in life to start to try and understand and then we have some things that we've almost just not considered where we are yes it seems quite bizarre yes Um, it does but uh, yeah I guess there'll always be um two sides of the the coin weren't there uh, oh, I guess definitely. the most important thing I think is to be aware I guess because you can't know everything there is to know about everything right no just like our, our podcast we'll talk about things that uh, are of interest to us or our areas of knowledge but we can't know everything so our opinions on certain subjects will be limited our knowledge of certain subjects will be limited and on other subjects and on other opinions will be very well informed you know you can't know everything um but i guess the most important thing is to have some awareness isn't it 100%. Um, and, and and be respectful to uh the views of of lots of different types of sections of society you know 100%. i guess that kind of moves us on to another article actually which is about uncle ben's which is soon not to be Uncle Ben's. So, you know, the whole brand Uncle Ben's Rice. Yes, yes, of course. So um, it's set to change the name, and I believe it's owned by Mars as a company. Um, And they're set to change and remove the Uncle Ben's name. Um, And this is kind of all in keeping with the uh, new movements towards awareness of sort of racism, systemic racism, um, and... Uh, the Black Lives Matter movement uh, in itself, which I, actually I, I I kind of don't like as a black guy. I don't like using that term all the time because I feel like the Black Lives Matters movement was around a set of specific ideas. Yes. And yes. actually the piece of work that needs to be done now is bigger than just what the Black Lives matters movement was initially meant to be yes yeah i feel like the movement forward now is not specifically about 
just some of the things that Black Lives Matters, you know, was initially about. And I feel like there's a whole body of work that needs almost a different title. It needs to be much broader. Yes. Um, yeah. And and I think potentially removing the the term black from it in the actual description might be helpful to help some people understand because I think it it almost is ostracizing a little bit yeah I feel like a lot of people kind of have that interpretation of it off the bat they get I think it gets their back up not yeah not anyone that I've particularly known but I've just seen some obviously you know the Facebook moms and stuff like that you've seen some stuff where it's like oh it's not it's not um it's all lives matter and then yeah. You kind of sat there thinking, well, it's not that they've said only Black Lives Matter. Yeah. But obviously yeah. people just read things wrong and misinterpret it, you know. So that could be a good idea, actually, to kind of settle a debate or... I think as with anything, you've got to make things simple to get everybody to understand it, right? 100%. Um, and if, uh, for example, in hair, if you were to call your hair products by the name of the chemicals that were in them... <laughs> yeah. They would sell, they'd sell a lot less, right? Oh, 100%. So you, you have to have a name like, you know, Dream Conditioner or do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. Super Soaker or just something like something that, that's catchy that people can understand. Because if you were to give them the the real name and, and real understanding of what the product does, people wouldn't really be interested in that. So I get that giving something a very broad title that people can engage with and get helps. Yes. Um, but I think it's important to then go on and explain you know, and, and have those those discussions and podcasts like this are really important to shed light on those things. Because for me personally, I understand the background to the whole Uncle Ben's name change. Because historically, you know, there are throwbacks to a time where instead of a an older black man, for example, being referred to as Mr., which typically a, a white man may have been, it would have been, you know, Uncle or, or, or Uncle Tom. Or, and you have these kind of uh, connotations and almost terms that were used uh, in some cases uh, in derogatory fashions and in some cases as terms of endearment. Um, and it just depends which side of the fence you sit on as to how you see that. But also I think one of the things for me that's interesting is that I feel like the whole movement now towards and I've, I've got to try and find another term, not Black Lives Matter. <laughs> but like the whole, you know, or the whole movement towards um, equality, equality mattering, um, is bigger than just the name of things. It's bigger than just the removal of statues. It's bigger than, um, you know, having one presenter at the BBC be black. It's, it's so much bigger than that. Yeah. And I feel like it's really important that there are discussions had because the Uncle Ben's situation is is important. But for me, right now, a name change of a company which ultimately sells rice um, isn't top of the agenda. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's what I think can be quite distorting because I think also people can be led to believe that those things are the most important things in the Black Lives Matters agenda. And it's really not, you know? 
they're they're, yes. they're a small part of a of a much bigger system so uh yeah i'm not i'm not convinced on that one i feel like we do we need to have more open debates about this type of thing and and what needs to be in the news is some of the things that are a little bit more tangible and a little bit deeper um, yes and, and i think maybe even maybe part of the problem is with journalism if we don't have enough black journalists then of course what the headlines are going to be things that might be trivial issues that are suggested to be at the heart of the black community's uh, sort of agenda yes but actually yeah. written from the perspective of a white male or female which seems a um, bit of kind of a fraud in a way yeah you know because yeah. obviously they haven't been through that and yeah. you couldn't describe someone to someone how exactly. it is to be a black person if you aren't a black person, if that makes sense. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, they I mean they're probably trying to put themselves in people's shoes as much as they can, but obviously you can't get that without being yeah. in that lifestyle. So And it's so tough. It's so tough because you don't want to shout people down that are trying to be a part of the movement. Yeah, of course. You know. Um but I, yeah, I think we, we tentatively need to step towards having more inclusive conversations that include everybody yes um, to to be able to have those really open discussions i think the ashley banjo diversity dance um which you know the topic which we covered a couple of episodes ago um kind of highlights the diversity if you like in people's yeah. opinions on on race and seeing things on tv and the current situation and the black lives matter movement i think it shows how actually diverse the countries you know you and i come on our podcast and we're baffled as to why so many people have complained on the other hand ofcom has never seen so many complaints yes you know that's from people within this country that we live with you know in close proximity to so it does show you that there is there is a much bigger problem there um that needs to be resolved and i encourage anybody listening to this to maybe share this this podcast um during this episode not necessarily for our hair and fitness tips but just to be able to uh, spark discussions between friends and family about about what they think about that and and do you have people close to you that you can open up those dialogues and conversations with to get more of an understanding about what this movement of awareness um, is really about and what's at the heart of it and what what should we be doing as a collective group what should black people be doing as a group and and how can people that aren't black and aren't of colour help also? So I think that's yes. really important. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a good way to look at it and a best way to move forward as well and actually have some action taken. So, yeah, I like that. Definitely. Perfect. Well, well, I think that kind of moves us on a little bit to a section that always features. <laughs> My favourite bit of the episode. <laughs> so if you've not tuned in yet, to any of our podcasts you're late you need to go back and listen where have to you been exactly where have you been man? <laughs> but yeah basically at this point i end up asking darcy if she knew that i was a dj because i used to be a dj <laughs> in case you didn't know and uh yeah basically we have a little playlist which is the benji's beats playlist you can get that on spotify by following core attack fitness club and uh every episode we bring you a tune that i'm enjoying right now um this tune this episode is by disclosure and it's called birthday 
I love that track right there. Really cool track. And that's by Disclosure. That's on their new album. So make sure you check that out on the Benji's Beats playlist. Okay, so that moves us on nicely into our Splash or Trash. This is a section of the episode where we look at something that's uh, an existing product. Um, could be a brand new product, could be a product that's been around for absolutely ages, uh, but something that's going to improve your life if you either splash some cash on it or you throw it in the trash. So this episode, Das, what have we got? So we're coming back with the hair, but this yep. time we are actually doing curlers. So we're going to go head to head with these two and they're going to battle it out. And I'm going to share my opinion on what I think is worth investing in. Yep, so firstly... In the more expensive option, we have the Dyson Airwrap. Now, the Dyson Airwrap's been out a couple of years now. It was the second trilogy uh, to complete the Dyson hair set. And it's definitely my favorite one out of the three by far. I think this is the most that you're going to get your bang for your buck out of. So what it is, is basically an electrical styler, which has six interchangeable heads. So what you get in that is a hot brush, a round brush, um, two curling sets for different types of size of curl, a flat brush and a dryer. So you've basically got everything you need for your hair electrical wires like that. You won't have to go out and buy anything else once you've got one of these. The price range is slightly higher. It does retail at around £500. Ooh, I know. So it is, it is a lot of money to drop on a curler. But yeah. what I love about this is so many of my clients struggle to achieve the fresh out of the salon look at home and I'm endlessly trying to show them tutorials on when I do their hair in the salon and different tips that they can use at home and I'd say about 80% of them love it but still that little bit 20% of them just don't have the the kind of the I don't know, they really struggle with the rhythm of it. They struggle with the styling, the timing, the practice, getting it all in there to make it flow and become second nature for them. So what I yeah, found with this air wrap... Yourself, you know, getting, exactly. Getting well, I mean, I, I could be speaking out of turn here. I don't want to... <laughs> but get, you know, getting the angles and, and even just in the mirror to be able to see what you're doing and, and doing it for yourself, I guess that can be quite tough, right? Well, you feel like you're breaking your arm because it's like you're around the back of your head, your elbows up in the air, you look like a bit of a dick because you're trying to do sections that you can't really get to and then they don't come out how you want them. So yeah. this little bad boy is going to save you so much time, so much heat damage as well, which is why a reason why it's better than anything else on the market at the moment. And do you know what? It's got those styling heads that gives you the variety. So any kind of hair type, this is going to suit. This is going to suit longer hair slightly better because if you've got anything shorter than kind of a shoulder length bob, you might struggle a little bit, but you still will be okay with it. So basically it's chopping that time in half and doing the blow dry and the style in one. I don't know of anything else on the market as that's got that much variety in it. So for me, I absolutely love one and I will be getting one in the future. I've told myself this. <laughs> one day I will buy myself one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think if you are a person at home who really struggles with your hair and you feel like you're forever trying to combat with it, that is going to be the perfect product for you. 
and getting that fresh out of the salon look. Exactly. And I mean, who doesn't want that? You know, that's what you pay the money to go for the salon for. And you feel so confident and so good after. And, you know, your hair is your first thing that people see about you. It's the first kind of, you know, you, you never take it off. It's always there, isn't it? it? Nothing else is like that. You can always take makeup off. You can always take clothes off. But your hair is always there. So, you know, you always want to have that good hair. So in the opposing corner, we actually have something that is £35. a completely different price range <laughs> from the uh, from the Dyson Air Wrap. So in the opposing corner, we actually have the Babyliss Pro Ceramic Dialer Heat Tong. Now, I've used this since I was 15 for my curler of choice, and I absolutely love it. Uh, so, yeah, I've used this curler since the very start of my career. I love it because it comes in so many different sizes. It heats up to a heat of 250 degrees, so it gives you a long-lasting curl, and you know it's going to be a good curl as well. It's very versatile in the way that you can have curls, waves, you know, you can have a little bit of a tussle. You can kind of change it up quite a lot with it. It's not really one size fits all. Um, yeah. But what I do love about this, it gives a really smooth, shiny finish to it, and it distributes the heat really evenly. I don't really have a problem with the tongue. That's really strong on it too. Um, and it just feels really good in my hand. It's nice and light. I feel confident doing it. The only thing as a client, rather than using this as a hairdresser, is that you might struggle to get the rhythm and the styling right, like I said before, which is the what the Dyson's Air Wrap's job is to kind of help combat for you guys. So yeah. although this tongue is lovely, I'm actually going to splash the cash on the more expensive option and go with the Dyson Air Wrap this week. Okay. I like it. So yeah. we're splashing on yes. Dyson. Which is a contrast, because before I think you felt that actually the Dyson wasn't necessarily value for money. So uh, it's interesting that here um, on the Air app on this particular product, you feel that it's definitely worth it. Right? I mean, for me, just the dryer is because you only get a single dryer, whereas this one you yeah. get six out of it. So you'll never have to buy, you know, a separate straightener, a strip, separate curler, yeah. separate hot yeah. brush, separate dryer, etc. So, you know, you've got it all in there. And it comes with a good guarantee on warranty on it as well. Sounds good. I'm, even yeah. I'm a little bit convinced. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's looking awesome. for good Christmas presents for girlfriends, wives, or whoever, you know, this one's this one's a highly request. Okay. So if anyone's struggling. Okay. Nice. But I mean, at 500, you got to make sure, guys, that she's the one. Yeah, you, you've got it. You can't oh, be like Come dating on. for a month or something. No, 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 no. 500 pounds. That's a, that's a serious... That's a serious investment, man. That's serious, a serious down amount. Payment. So, so yeah, it make sure she's the one first. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that's a fantastic place to uh, round off this episode. Very informative uh, and a little bit deep, also. Yeah. So, in some of the topics that we've discussed. So, I hope everybody's uh, enjoyed listening. Remember to uh, like, subscribe. You can get us on Apple Podcasts. You can get us on Spotify. Wherever you're listening to us right now. Hope you have a fantastic day, evening, morning, whatever time it is. And we'll look forward to seeing you again next episode. I'm Benji. And I'm Darcy. And you've been listening to Darcy and Benji's Beauty and the Beast podcast. See you next time, guys. See you next time. <laughs>